Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. shall say unto this mountain. How many of us have some mountains? Hey, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. 
he shall have whatsoever he said. Put your hands together for Jesus. So let me share a very short story with you. On Friday in the evening, I was watching, you know, one of the few times I happened to watch cartoons on Bible stories <laughs> with the children. So we're watching how Daniel had a lot of faith and prayed and got into trouble and was put in, in the den. And because of his faith, the lions could not harm. How many of us know this story? So after that, I said, you know what? We should be able to exhibit this kind of faith. How many of us agree with me that we should be able to exhibit that kind of faith? So there and then, my daughter got up and then put a bottle of water on the table and said, my faith has come. <laughs> so she said, water, move. <laughs> water, move. She said it the third time and the bottle of water did not move. On the fourth time, she said, water, move. Then she used her hand to push the water. <laughs> put your hands together. <laughs> So I told her that, you know what, the only reason why the water did not move was because even though you were saying it, you now you knew that you didn't believe what you were saying. How many of you agree with me? And that is what the scripture is saying, that if you say that the mountain should move and you don't doubt, that mountain shall move in the name of Jesus. Amen. So today we are going to see how people have used their faith and the messages that they have heard in this house to receive testimonies. And I see you getting a testimony too in the mighty name of Jesus. So this one says, I received faith to air condition my house. Oh, put your hands together. I see you air conditioning your house. Hey, you didn't receive it. I see you air conditioning your house. Even if you have air conditioners, you can have some in your kitchen, some in your bathroom. Receive it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the person says, I had moved into this house. And to be honest, it was initially very airy. Hey. <laughs> so I told myself, I didn't need to air condition this house. The ceiling fans were just enough. I like that. <laughs> but soon, someone says soon, the hot season came. And the cool air became hot air. Oh, <laughs> mercy. I used to sleep in the heat and always woke up at night adjusting my curtains just to direct some fresh air to enter my room. But to no avail. I managed to convince myself that, oh, this wouldn't last. The cold season will still come again. And my family and I wouldn't be suffering in this heat. Put your hands together for this. <laughs> That is how it has been over the years, monitoring the weather to determine our comfort. Someone say mercy. But I didn't realize that I was just scared of the cost of fixing the ACs in my house and was also not operating in faith at all. But when Bishop Sam, someone say when Bishop Sam started preaching about faith sometime last year, and he gave the example of how the ACs in the church were fixed by application of his faith, I received a revelation. And I pray that as you sit here, you will receive a revelation in the name of Jesus. And the person says, I received revelation and told myself that, yes, I cannot afford to sit under this anointing and not benefit from it. Put your hands together.
for this person who has a lot of faith. He said, why can't I also use my faith and fix ACs in my house? So just before the Christmas holidays, I called the AC technician to come over and fix two ACs in my house. Put your hands together. Faith at work. <laughs> one in my hall and one in my bedroom without thinking about the cost. Hey! <laughs> without thinking about the cost. By the grace of God, he agreed to do so and collect the money later. Within a few weeks, I had finished paying for the entire cost of the AC unit and installation to my surprise. Are you certain, down? Give the Lord a mighty round of applause. Hey! Wow. The person says that as I write now, my family and I sit and watch TV and also sleep comfortably in an air-conditioned house. And we are no more concerned nor afraid of the hot season. I see God making your life cool in the name of Jesus. Wow, I love this testimony. So the person says, may God bless you, Bishop Sam, for continuously imparting our lives with the word. And the person is encouraging the church. Oh, church, put your hands together for Jesus. Activate your faith. As you sit in church, receive a revelation and act upon it. Amen. This person also says, healing through application of faith. And I see receiving healing this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. The person says, I am a member of this church and with amazing praise, Basanta. Amazing praise. Are you here? Receive a testimony. During the last anointing and communion service, I forgot to bring my anointing oil. Hey, today is anointing and communion service. How many of you brought your anointing oil? <laughs> so when Bishop Sam asked us to raise our bottles of oil for him to pray over and anoint ourselves, I didn't have anything to raise. Mercy. But I had 10 CDs on me at the time. So based on all the faith messages that Bishop has preached and has been preaching this year, I activated my faith and raised my 10 CDs as a token for my anointing oil. After service that day, while going home, I stopped by a shop and used the 10 CDs I had lifted in church during the prayer time to buy anointing oil. Put your hands together for such demonstration of faith, I was convinced that the same power that entered our bottles of oil during the anointing service had entered the bottle of oil I had bought at the shop. Last week, a friend of mine came visiting and suddenly fell ill. She said she felt as though something was moving in her tummy. <laughs> Mercy. Initially, I thought it was something light that was going to pass in no time. However, it grew worse, and it got to a point where she, didn't, she couldn't bear the pain any longer. We went to the hospital, spent the whole day running series of lab tests, and the condition didn't get better. We were scheduled for scan the following day. But when we came home, I remembered that I had my bottle of oil there. So I immediately went for the oil and came to where my friend was. Then I anointed her tummy with the oil and prayed with all my heart. Oh, put your hands together. Faith at work. Mm. 
anointed her with oil and then touched her. I prayed with all my heart, applying all the practical faith steps that Bishop, prayer steps that Bishop Sam had taught us. To the glory of God, the condition has not returned and she's fine till death. Are you sitting down? Give the Lord a mighty round of applause. Hey! Wow. Some of us came to church. Bishop, Bishop prayed over the oil. And for about two months now, we don't know the whereabouts of our bottles of oil. Another person came. She didn't even have oil. She only had 10 cities and bought oil with it. And she has received a miracle. So she says, I thank God. I thank God for such a miracle. In fact, my neighbors were asking me what was happening the previous night in my house. And I told them I had an emergency and I needed a miracle. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. So she says, God bless you, Bishop Sam. And she's also encouraging the church for us to believe and flow with the anointing in this house. So today is yet another opportunity for you to receive a miracle. The Bible says that if you believe and you don't doubt in your heart, you shall receive it. And I see you receiving a testimony today in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you.
alone who took her flesh. Fullness of God in here. Bless, babe, this gift of love and righteousness. Scorned by the ones he came to save. Something good is coming your way today. Something wonderful is coming your way today. Do you believe it? You want to say, Jesus, don't pass me by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. Wow. Are you happy to be in church? Good. So, what is the Great Commission? And where is the Great Commission? Where are my friends? What is the Great Commission and where is the Great Commission? Matthew 23. Matthew 28. What does it say? Verse what? Verse. What does it say? Oh, it's on the screen. Every one of you, we say, President, say, remove the mask. You remove the mask. You still speak and let's hear what you are saying. Shall we go? Verse, uh, are you all speak, saying it? Okay, let's continue. Teaching. And lo, I am with you all the way, isn't it? So as you go doing the work, as you go doing the work, God says he's with you all the way. Hallelujah. And um, for the, this last few weeks, 
we have been talking about just doing the work. Is that not so? Just doing the work. He said, I am with you always. And if God is with you, things happen. Is that not so? And one of the surest ways to get the presence of God with you is to go and do what he says you should do. Make disciples. And one of the ways of making disciples is retaining the souls. Hallelujah. The disciples is not just bringing them to church or bringing people to church, but also you're retaining the souls in the church. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Those of who don't say yes, you, are, you, you will come in the message. You see, your, your time is when you are, when it, Whoever we say you don't say some, you will come in the message. So, are you here in the church? Okay. So, it's to go out there and do the work. Hallelujah. And everyone is, must be involved in the, doing the work, isn't it? Matthew twenty-two fourteen 14 says that the harvest indeed, harvest in Matthew chapter 22, 14. The harvest, no, Matthew chapter, Matthew twenty-two fourteen. yes. For many are called, so that's what I wanted to say. For many are called. When I said harvest, all of you quoted with me why it was the wrong verse. <laughs> for, for many are called, hallelujah. <laughs> for many are called, but a few are chosen. Is that not so? Many are called, but a few are chosen. So many of us, as we have come to see, are called to be part of the work of retention and evangelism. Everybody, do you get it? So he said, go and make disciples. I will be with you all the way. Includes this, that all of us are called to be part of the work of God. Part of evangelism and part of the retention of the souls. Hallelujah. And then what will happen to you? He will be with you always. He will be with you always. When God is with you always, what happens? What happens? Things work. What else happens? Sorry? You don't even know what happens when God is with you. Sorry? He answers your prayers. What else? The enemy is afraid of you. What else? Sorry? You are protected. Okay, only those at the front end know what happens to them when God is with them. Those at the back, they don't know anything. You are fruitful. Okay, you are peace of mind. Okay. So, God wants to be with you. And one of the surest way is for you to get involved. Do you get it? And I read to you from Psalm 37, verse 25. David says that I am, I am old. Do you remember? Do you remember this? How many were not in church last week? You were not in church last week. Give me a wave. Hey. But some of you were in church last week. So, those who were in church last week, do you remember what I said? David said what? I, I, I have been young, and now I have never, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken. Good. Then we also said that we have been young and now we are old. We have not seen those forsaken who serve God. Is that not so? Those forsaken who serve God. So remember... One of the most important things to do in serving God is to keep that which God gives to you. 
if you are able to keep. So one of, the, one of Jesus' achievements as he was going to God was John 17, 12. When he said, whilst I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. That is one of his greatest achievements. He was telling God, why he was saying, whilst I was with them in the earth, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept. Hallelujah. How many personal leaders can say this? That whilst I was in the church, I kept them in thy name. How many personal leaders are here? Give me a wave. How many of you can say that? Continue giving me a wave. <laughs> I kept them. Hallelujah. And those that you have given to me, I have lost none. Except. Except. Except that guy. Hallelujah. But you see, it was just one out of twelve. You can't lose all of them and say, those that you gave to me, except the men of perdition. No. Or, no. Do you get it? So don't use this verse to play, play some games with us. Amen. So, let me tell you, it's a, it's a great thing. Do you get it? To find something to do in the church of God. It's a great thing to keep that which God gives to you. Hallelujah. I'm always happy to see you come back to church. I'm always happy to see you come back to church. I'm always doing a lot of whatever I can do to see you come back to church. Because as long as I'm concerned, God has given you to me. Do you get it? And I know that one day, I should be able to tell God that of all that you gave to me, I have kept them. There are people who came with me from Cornerstone. You are still here. Kept. Hallelujah. Wonderful. It's a blessing, isn't it? Good. So we you see, and today is what? Miracle and what day? Communion and anointing day. Miracles. Do you get it? And I'm telling you that as for miracles, it should be a daily thing. Do you get it? Today somebody is talking about a miracle of air condition. When he said all of us started laughing, but then realized that the miracle was great. Because he said he applied what we did in the church. Do you get it? He applied. Because when we came here, we were feeling hot. Then he applied it. So he shouldn't be hot at home. And then he did it. Hallelujah. Just that he copied everything from the church. When we didn't pay it at once, you also didn't pay it at once. But yours, you shall pay it at once in the name of Jesus. Yes. So when, when the testimony was being said, I said that next time, I won't give this example. Next time, we shall say that the screen was bought and paid before we even installed it in the name of Jesus. Mark my words, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. So I'm telling you that miracles come to people who are just with, when God is with you. Miracles should be a daily thing, isn't it? When God is with you. We have given an example of Zacharias. Zacharias was not expecting any anointing and praise and worship Sunday or communion Sunday. He was not expecting, he was just going about his duty. And I believe that if God is with you, he doesn't wait till miracle service before he gives you a miracle. Jesus said, give us each day our daily bread. He didn't say give us every week or weekly or monthly. He said, give us each day. Each day and the miracle you need to survive. 
Hallelujah. And so let this thing be in your mind. Hallelujah. And so Zachariah was just doing his duty. And, you see, and in the Bible, I will give you a, examples of people who are just doing their duties. And God came to them. But going back to evangelism before I'm, I, I change the message. Going back to uh, retention. You know, one of the ways as we are being given friends. to Friends is a way of retaining the souls. You get it? When the souls come. Understanding campaigns is a way of retaining the souls. Basantes are ways of retaining the souls. Everything we do is so that the souls shall be retained. Hallelujah. Even the music we sing is so that the souls will be retained. So we think she, we sing, uh, last we sang ever, we sing uh, boom, 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 boom. Pastor Jay's type of songs that he does like that. And we, everything, so that you'll be, you, you'll, be, you'll be happy. Hallelujah. So that you'll be retained. Are you getting me? So that you'll be retained. So retention is very important. And the sheep have been given to you to retain them. And one of the ways that you can do, I'm going to about two things you need to retain your sheep. One is praying for them. Praying for them. You see, never ever think that when the sheep is given to you, you are just going to be a sheep's friend. Some of you say with good smiles, with good talking, sometimes buying them kebab and all those things. Then they will come. No. People don't come and not established like this. Hallelujah. People are established through prayer. People are established through what? Prayer. So all of you who have friends and who, have, who are basanta leaders, who are pastors and shepherds and who, has, who have centers and any group of people under you, you have to pray for them. Hallelujah. You have to pray for them. You know, Paul says that I planted, Apollos watered. They did their best, humanly possible. All that a human being is supposed to do, they did it. So I planted, Apollos watered. But who caused the things to grow? God caused it to grow. So you can do whatever you can do humanly possible. But the growth, the, the, the retention of the souls comes from God. Hallelujah. It comes from God. So we need to pray for the friends. Your five friends. You need to be able to mention their names. Mention their names. And pray for them. Because these five friends are a great door to your miracle. They may not be, they will not be the miracle to you. But they are a great door for your miracle. That's why some of you must even come to me and say that, look, I am a friend. But no, I don't want to be a friend. I also want to have friends that I will follow up. That is what I want to do. Because I also want to find something to do in the house of the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because it's a great honor. Basenta leaders, for your basenta to be full, people to take, climb your bus every Sunday and come to church, you have to pray for them. It's not just sometimes it's good. It's good to sweat. It's good to do all those good to hustle, but some, a lot of times you have to pray. You have to pray. You have to pray that angels will go and bring them to the car. Send angels. And sometimes angels are human beings. Somebody in the house said, are you not going to church today? And the person will force the person to come. Are you getting me? So pray 
pray for your sheep. Now, in the book, Retention Evangelism, Retention and Church Go, sorry, there are some prayers that you have to pray. There are some specific prayers. You know, it's like law. When you go to a country, there are a lot of laws there. But you cannot just go to court with somebody and start quoting laws. Because you know the constitution. No, everything and there's, there's a law specific. There is, there's a law specific and applicable to that case. If, if you pray, you quote it, it's not applicable. You, 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 you can go to court. But they'll look at it and they'll say, go away. They'll throw it out. It's the same thing. You see, Satan also knows the word. You get it. And Satan is also fighting for the souls. So you need to take the right words and pray for your souls. Hallelujah. Oh God, my souls will come to church. Oh God, let them come and climb their bus. Oh God, who told you that's how you have to pray? They ask, they say, yes, that's why you are singing. There are specific applicable verses in the Bible. First Thessalonians 1, 2, let's quickly go to that. So those of you who have friends, if you have not bought a book, and those who have bought, I know you know read, so let me tell you what is in it. First Thessalonians 1, 2, it says, We give thanks to God always for all, for you all, doing what? Making mention of you in our prayers. Making mention of you in our prayers. Hallelujah. So you mention, there are only four, because you are the fifth one. Oh, there are five, including you. Okay. So it's six. So the only five, you have to be able to mention their names. Father, I pray for Linda. And there are a lot of Lindas. So which one of the Lindas? Linda Hesse. Uh-huh. There are a lot of Lindas in the church. Is that not so? Father, I pray. You thought I was going to mention your name. Let me Father, I pray for Victor. I pray for this. I pray. You pray and mention the five names. Making mention. Hallelujah. But if you don't know the names, how do you pray for them? And if you, you don't even pray for yourself, you yourself, you don't know how to pray. That's what I'm teaching you. Just go and mention their names and start praying. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just mention their name and pray in tongues. God willing, you are going to have tongues Sunday. How do you call that one? Salvation Sunday on, on um, Easter today. Resurrection. So you have to go, if you want to learn how to speak in tongues, go to Understanding Campaign and know how to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Know how to speak in tongues and God will bless you. Hallelujah. So pray for them. Pray for your members. Now, Galatians 4.19. Galatians 4.19. These are prayers to pray for your sheep to be established. These are prayers I have prayed for you to come to church. I know every day Abuobi Achi Joseph, Abuobi want to catch you. You get it. But I pray that that Abuobi will not catch you. I pray you come back to church. You get it. Galatians 4.19 My little children 
of whom I travail in birth again. Until what? Until what? Until Christ be formed in you. Hallelujah. Because Paul realized that he couldn't do it by just reading scriptures to the people, by just giving them calls and sending them text messages. No. He, God should be involved. So he said, I pray until Christ be formed. So when you pray for Christ to be formed in a Christian, eh, you realize that you don't struggle with a Christian. Are you getting me? You don't struggle. Look, there are some people in this church, whether they are sick, they are not sick, whether you visit, you don't visit, they don't mind. They never get hurt. Because Christ has been formed in them. I don't, look. There are some people, I don't even know whether, have I visited you before, Mr. Mrs. Blanson? I just came when you pray for your house, isn't it? And I, and I don't think about it. I don't think about it. Because Christ has been formed in them. I'm expecting them to go and visit someone else. Yes. Can you imagine? Bishop is always coming to visit me to see how I'm doing. Am I still in nappy? And if he doesn't come, I'm hurt. And he came to pass around. He didn't pass my house. I hear he came to a nest door. He came to a nest door to somebody who Christ has not been formed in him. By you, Christ has been formed. It's not now that it's not now that I'm going to think about you. Are you hurt? Are you this? Are you that? Apachimo. No. Pachimo means why. Uh-huh. That's Russian for why. I don't know why. I get what I'm saying. So I'm praying for you. Look at Barbara. Barbara, you are here. Stand and let them see you. Barbara came to church from Cornerstone. Get to church from Cornerstone. Oh, don't sit down. Stand and let them see you. Ah, why are you shy? We come to church, they say stand, you should be happy. Uh-huh. When she came to church, I didn't think she would stay. I didn't think she would stay. Today she's understanding campaign. One of the faithful. Stand, stand, stand. If you sit, you stand. You know me, I, if you stand, I tell you to stand. If you stand. What? <laughs> One of, the, one of the first faithful ladies in understanding campaign. But I had to pray that Lord let Christ be formed in her. It didn't happen by chance. Neither yours did it happen by chance. Yes. And I'm sure you're also praying for your souls like that. Yeah. I prayed to Christ be formed in her. Because there is so much you can do. There's so when people leave the church and they go home, you are not with them. When they are, when they whether they will pray or not, you don't know. Oh, you can sit now. You can sit. You can even sleep now. Now when they go to church, you can't, you can't, you can't see anything. So you have to pray. When so when everybody comes to church, the person is nice. Oh, ha! Everybody comes. Oh, hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Oh, pastor, the Lord is moving. His wonders to perform. Hey! But when they leave, when you are not with them, and that's where you have to pray that Lord Christ be formed in them. Hallelujah. See, I, 
you know what traveling means? When you are giving birth, you see, how many of you have got constipation before? You know there's some constipation, it can tear. There's some constipation, you need experience. You need experience. You need a small, 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 and then often the top is hard. Me, I know. So, I read it. It's very difficult when you are giving birth. I remember when my wife was giving birth to her first child. I was standing. Was it the first or second? The second child. I was standing there. As soon as she started, I ran away. Ah, I vanished from the room. I said, I can't. And she was screaming. And I thank God she she almost have insulted me. It's when I left. Do you get it? It means that you are always praying, 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 praying to Christ. And when Christ is formed in them, when Christ is formed in them, you see them singing, you know. You know, some of you, when I see you, I know that it's not good. Do you get it? I said, no, Christ, keep forming. Christ, keep forming. Christ, keep forming. Christ, keep forming. But I realize, you know, no, yeah, yeah. it's as simple as that. So some of you, it's all just going to talk and this person is that this person Charlie, go and travel in prayer till Christ be formed in you. Hallelujah. Isn't it beautiful? That's what you have to do to your sheep. Hallelujah. That's what you have to do to your sheep so that they'll be blessed. Now, Philippians 10, 3, just prayers, then we'll move to something else and we'll close. Already time. Oh. Say miracles, we can do part one and part two next week, so doesn't matter. Every day is a miracle. <laughs> Philippians 3, 10. This is a prayer you should pray with. Paul said that, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Can you imagine if you pray for your sheep? That Lord, I pray for Amma Heudazi. I pray for Natalie Adum Sefa. I pray for Atu Christian. I pray for, um, what's your name again? Michael, Daniel Akwaku. I pray for Abeku Ewood Mills. I pray for them, oh Lord, that they will know you. That they will know you. And the power of your resurrection. What? And when they get to know him and the power of resurrection, man, I can go to sleep. I can go to sleep. I can give them sheep and I know that they will not chew them. I can give them work. And I know they will do it. I get what I'm saying. Yes. To Christ. And then I said, that I may know him. Look at Resurrection Sunday is coming. Many of us don't even know what Resurrection is. The power. Wow. 
and the fellowship of his suffering. So if you know the Lord and some small suffering come your way, many of you leave church, so small suffering, small suffering, and you are left church. But there are some, in fact, some people call me, they tell me their problem, I say, God will do it, and I don't call them again, because I know that they are matured enough to know that God will do it. Yeah, but you, I have to call you to check on you every five minutes, to make sure that you're okay, to make, and did I talk well? Are you okay? You don't know the fellowship of his suffering. Hallelujah. Do you get it? So you pray for them. Do you get it? You pray for them. And then God will do it. Galatians 5, 22, 23. This is a very important prayer to pray. Very, very important prayer to pray. Say, but the fruit of the spirit. You see, you have to pray for the sheep that they bear the fruits of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit. You have to pray for them that they will, you will see fruits. These days, Christians are looking for miracles, signs and wonders, which is very good, very important. We need them, but they need to bear fruits. So you pray that they will bear. What is the fruit of the spirit? It talks about love, spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. What did I say? The last one is what? The last one is what? Self-control. So self-control is a prayer you pray. So if you can't control yourself at all, when it comes to eating, you can't control yourself. Any sleeping, you can't control yourself. So if you can't even control yourself to sit down for, for, for one hour continuous. Well, our mommy, Mrs. Bonaparte, 80 years plus, she will sit down in church, to church close, she will not go anywhere. But you, small boy, quick, small girl, quick, make a wee wee, Self control is a fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. It's a fruit of the spirit. It's very important. Hallelujah. You pray that they will hear the voice of God. All these are there. All these are here. You pray that they will hear the voice of God. And then you pray. You pray for wisdom and understanding for there's so many prayers you need to pray. So that's prayer. The role of prayer for your sheep. Hallelujah. So pray for them. What you want to see that you are not seeing, pray that you see it. And then you also pray that you see it in yourself. Are you getting it? Pray that you see it. What you want to see if the sheep are running away, it's because they don't understand. Pray that they do what? They understand. Are you here with me? And God will bless you. So the next important thing, I think we'll talk about it next week, is about the role of the Holy Spirit. The role of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And as we get involved in all these, you see that God will set ourselves up for blessings. Hallelujah. Like Zachariah did. You know, and the Bible is... As there are examples of people in the Bible who were just doing. They were just there. Being there. Doing what God has asked them to do. You get it. Without any extra fanfare or anything. And yet they were blessed. Examples. Countless. I gave you the example of John. There's another example called Mary. What did Mary do? She only obeyed the word of God to be a virgin. 
Yeah. God said, what did God say? He said, she's a virgin. Send her to a virgin called Mary. That's it. She was just being there doing what the word has asked her to do. It's as simple as that. And look at the great blessing she received. Very, why are you laughing like that? You think God will not find some in the church again? Don't bring yourself. So, so just doing what God wants us to do. Virgin. Amen. So those of you who are not virgins, you should start to become tertiary. Multiple time virgins, I beg you. Start now. Amen. She was just there. Doing her work. Obeying the word as a virgin. Waiting. And look, she had a great visitation. Are you getting what I'm saying? So ordinary people doing what God has asked them to do attract great, great blessings. Great, great blessings. Hallelujah. Who else do we have in the Bible? Saul. Saul. First Samuel 9, 1 following. Just bring it out to you that just do what you have been asked to do. Stop chasing miracles. Remember the tape I showed you last week? Was it last or last two weeks? Last two weeks. The brother was in church. The pastor preached. What he was supposed to, he didn't do, but he was going to chase a miracle. Then God told her, you have missed it. Stop doing that. How you understand what I'm saying? The miracles you are believing God for is what I'm telling you to get. Amen. Now in 1 Samuel 9, you see another person who just was going to do the work, work going to work, if you like, going to work as he had been sent. So the Bible says that there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abel, the son of Zeror, the son of Bakorath, and the son of Apia or Afia. A Benjaminite, a mighty man of power. Hallelujah. Next verse. And they said, and he had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man, a goodly man. And goodly. And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than him. Wow. Wow. From his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any of the people. Where is uh, the guy in the uh, uh, sweet influence? I think he's the tallest. What's his name, Frank? Ah, ah, yeah. Cow, isn't it? Palm, palm. Yeah, goodlier. From his shoulders upward. Amen. Pastor Jay, you want to go and stand by him? <laughs> and then the Bible says, so he, he had everything. Very beautiful, very nice guy. But when the cows, the sheep, and the asses of his father got missing, the asses of Saul's father were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, forget, take your two known away, and take now one of the servants with thee, and go and look for the asses. Oh, can take your seat. Go and look for the lost sheep. So Saul could be sent. Goodly guy. Powerful. Everything. But he could be sent. 
acceptable to go and do the most menial jobs. Go and look for my sheep I cannot find. Go and look. But you will see that before the, the, the assets got missing, God had actually had a plan, a plan with Samuel that this guy was going to be great. You get it. But he didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know that before the sharing of the persona, before the sharing of the friends, they said God had already prepared something. He didn't know. He was, he, he would be waiting for something, whatever. But he didn't know. So he went to look for it. Somewhere along the line, they realized that they, they couldn't find it. They couldn't find the asses. So they were going. As they were going, somebody just mentioned, oh, there's, someone, there's a prophet in the place. Let's go and look for whatever. But they didn't know that it's all part of the plan. Are you getting what I'm saying? Eventually, Saul was anointed and he became king. But how did they start? He started by he going to just look for lost asses. Just came to church, go and look for lost sheep. Sheep seeking. Sheep seeking. That's all. That's all. Your sheep seeking may make you make a call. By the time you realize you are somewhere. I got what I'm saying. So be part of it. Let allow God to bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, let's finish with Elisha. Elijah had been around. Elijah wanted to leave because says he was being persecuted, he was tired. So God told Elijah in 1 Kings 19, 16. What am I preaching? I'm preaching about the fact that every one of you can do the work. And whatever you are doing, do it and he will be with you all the way. And when he's with you, what happens? You get all these blessings. It's as simple as that. You may be in the furthest corner somewhere. He will still come and look for you. Hallelujah. He will come and look for you. So 1 Kings Chapter 19, verse 16. What does it say? And Jehu, the son of, that is what God told Elijah to go and anoint some people. So this one says, And Jehu, the son of Libishi, thou shalt anoint to be king over Israel. And look, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat of Abel Meholah, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. You get it. Now, so Elisha was going to receive, a, was about to receive what? A mighty, mighty anointing dead raising anointing double what Elijah did anointing everything Elijah did Elijah did double she was, he was about to receive a mighty blessing he was about to catch a mighty he was about to catch a mighty anointing he was about to catch a mighty anointing hallelujah mighty anointing but look at where he caught it verse Let's go to the next verse and see. Verse 19. Verse 19. So he departed thence and found Elisha the son of Shaphat at the prophetic all night meeting. Is that where he found him? Waiting for anointing service with communion. Is that where he found Elijah? Elisha? Is that where he found him? Where did he find him? So he departed thence and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was what? Plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he with the 12th, 
<laughs> and Elijah passed by. It means that he was farming. He was working. Do the work. Turn to your face and do the work. 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 Yeah. He was farming. He was about to receive a great anointing. But he found him where? Waking. What his father has asked him to do. That's what he was doing. Faithfully. Plowing. Happily doing it. Happily doing it. And then what happened? Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle on him. He didn't even talk to him. He didn't even talk to him. He just passed by him like that. He saw the man, Elijah, and I think a lot of Elijah said, oh, bread. All the people that think they did to you were so tired. So when he saw the guy plowing, he said, oh, no, be dim, Then he just left. He just threw his mantle on him like that. And he just left. You get it? And what happened? And the Bible says that the next verse, and he left the oxen and ran after Elijah. Hey. You can see that the man was just doing his, some, his thing. He was just working. Hallelujah. And girlfriend, me, I believe in that. Because, you see, some of the wildest miracles are here in this church. I can't say some. You get it. I can't say last week, I was walking, I was just close, I was going, somebody brought me a letter. I said, wow. You know, there are letters and there are letters. Yeah. They are, let, they are levels. Have you heard of a letter written on green paper before? Do you know what it means? If a letter is written on green paper, what does it mean? It means what? It means the president's office. You see, you don't even know. May you receive a green letter in the name of Jesus. If you see a letter is written in, on green paper, it means it's from the office of the president. As I was walking around, somebody just brought it to me and said, Wow. Do the work. 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 Just do the work. Some of you dance the dance. As you come, we are doing all that. You sit there, don't do some. The dance we dance, eh, all this romanticism. All this arthritis, all these stomach aches, all these back aches, all these heart problems, all these back payment, waist pains, headaches, all this. You don't know, you are vanishing all, if, you, if I can say that, it's like that. I think you understand the English I've said. Yeah, you are vanishing all. But you, you understand, they say, the thing, you just do it. And God will also, in the, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee, he's mighty. He will do what he has to do. So don't stand looking at people. Do some. When people are moving like this, move some. You see, some of you, you don't know. You know, sometimes, some of you, even cholesterol, Dr. Foley, you like sitting at the back too much. Cholesterol and uh, all this type of heart diseases and all these things, overweight. And some of you are even overweight. When we are jumping, jump higher. Jump, jump, jump higher. When you come to church, you don't pay money for keep fit. We are all doing aerobics, we are doing keep fit. We are doing everything. When we go physically, bodily, you see, for bodily exercise profited a little. 
But this one, we are doing a spiritual exercise with bodily exercise. So we live whole. Yes. We live whole. So, every Sunday when I, around 6 o'clock, I see that my steps, my rings will close. It means that I've walked for X number of steps. Including all the jumping and all the clapping and all the this. And you need 30 minutes of fast work, I think, each week or twice a week. Each week to let your heart stay. Hey, Nancy. Dr. Nancy. Is that, is that not correct? Or you have forgotten? You need 30 minutes of brace work. Oh, this one is physical, physical medicine. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I say yes. Hey. <laughs> 30 minutes of brisk walking. Yeah. Hey, what, what At least three, no, no, once a week. It's not three times a week. Eh? You have used 5,000 steps this morning. You see, this morning he has used 5,000 steps. Zuba, Bana, we didn't even fall. We didn't even fall. Why, she has been quiet. Not the Manchester, yeah, sure. No, but they shall be back. You don't worry. Can I just start? But 5,000 steps. Only this morning. Only this morning. Because all this we are doing. You're all part of it. And some of you are just being healed. You know, if God should open your eyes and you know that things dropping, you don't have any idea. So when you come to church, be part of it. Too. The man, the asses were lost. This one, he was just plowing the field. He didn't know what was happening. But the man just passed and threw the mantle on him. Pa! He's gone. So today, I'm just going to throw the, man, the oil on you. You are going to throw the oil on yourself. You are going to take your communion. And pa! Anointing is going to come to you. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. You know, let God be with you. So those of you, if you're also a friend, you are not the percentage leader, but you are the friend, you must also look for your friends. And then you go and take all your five friends and go and see your leader, your leader friend. Are you getting? Everybody must do something for blessings. Hallelujah. And I believe, and I believe, and I believe that as we've launched again, into this, uh, this, this level of everybody doing whatever, Shaphat, David was just on the field. Remember, he was on the field when they came to anoint a king. They sent for him. He was not even at the meeting, but they sent for him. because He was doing what he had to do. I get what I'm saying. So do what you are. When, we work, when you close the church, don't forget about your friends till Saturday night. No, that's not how to do and you'll be blessed. Are you happy you came to church today? Wonderful. It's communion time. It's communion time. But before I take the communion, before I take the communion, I want every eye to be closed. I want every eye to be closed and every head to be bowed. Just to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Your opportunity to be born again. So that when you die, you go to heaven. So you know that your sins are forgiven. So you are here. You do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. And you want to say, 
Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. Pastor, please pray for me to be born again. You are here like that. Someone brought you to church or you came on your own. But deep inside your heart, you want to say, Pastor, today I want to give my life to Jesus. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. God bless you. Just close your eyes and lift it up. Lift it up so I can see. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it. My, my, stand up and sit down well and lift it up high. Brother, if you want to lift up your hand, lift it like this. Uh -huh. Lift it up so I can see. God bless you. God bless all of you. Every eye closed, please. Lift up your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is lifted up, wherever you are, <clears throat> I want you to just stand to your feet. If your hand is lifted up, wherever you are, stand to your feet. And come to me for wherever you are. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. Stand behind them, please. This days when they are coming, just come with them. If you came with them, come and stand behind them. If you came with them, come and stand behind them. God bless you. Put your hands together for the people who came with them. You see, these are the people who have gone to lose blue for their lost asses. So. But I realize these are the largest plow in the field. Anointing. Some of you have been in church. You've never brought anybody to church since the year started. And you want to, you want to tap solish or solic anointing, Davidic anointing, and all those. Who, who brought all these ones? Who brought all these? Who brought you? You came on your own. Somebody brought you. What's his name? Ah, you brought them. Okay. Okay. All right. Charlie, the two of you, you are here again. That's wonderful. Mega blessings for you. Wonderful. So God bless all of you. I want you to say this with me. After that, um, they'll go and talk to you briefly, and you'll come back to your seats. Just say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I believe in my heart. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth that Jesus. That Jesus is Lord. Is Lord. And from today. And from today. I take Jesus into my heart. I take Jesus into my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. As my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That just as I am. That just as I am. You have accepted me. You have accepted me. And you have made me your child. And you have made me your child. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That from today. That from today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.